You're listening to Mom Day, a podcast released every Monday by two best friends who have the gift of gab. We're your hosts, Danielle and Katie, and each week we'll talk about motherhood, friendship, marriage, and everything in between. Whether you seek community or just need a good laugh, we hope you'll tune in each week and hear from us and many others that we love. Our goal is simple. We strive for authenticity. So let's get started. Okay. We have a confession. <laughs> I've got so, a confession to make. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I came over um, to have lunch, have some, you know, friendship time. And we were listening to this because I'm going to be honest with you. I had to record. <laughs> I had to clarify something that I said in the original friendship episode and so we were playing it and we were trying to find the spot and then all of a sudden it was like (laughs) (laughs) it sounded like i don't even know what it sounded demogorgon yeah i've never seen that show but that's what it it sounded like i mean it was you would you would unsubscribe immediately from our podcast because it was just like the ungodliest sound it was bad and so then i we were trying to figure it out and at that Here's me being very just get to the point. I was like, we're recording a new one. She said because delete it. Delete it. Because I can say the same message and now I get to craft it exactly how I want to say. So And if we get to that part and I don't say Yeah, double give me a double (laughs) And let me know because I said something and it was not bad. No. We've only had deleting anything. She just missed a part. Uh, The most important part. Of the story because yes. Katie and I, how we have the gift to gab, we'll be talking about one thing and the next thing we're talking about blueberries. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so that's definitely how that happened. Yes. But I do want to say that there is a lot of love in this podcast. Yes. But even more so, there's a lot of love in this house. Yes. And he has four legs. <laughs> and- <laughs> I thought you were talking about me. No. He has four legs and, and he is thick. He thick. He thick. He thick. Little head, <laughs> pinhead, little pinhead, little penny. Um, this is the second time that I have come to the commissar's house and I have felt unconditional love this from time. a man yame, named Yamed. <laughs> a man, na- a man na- yamed Yuma. He, I, I don't know if I've said this on one of our other podcasts, but like he greets you like, I mean, I've told you this. Yeah. He greets Katie like he greeted Pete when he came home from deployment. And he never has greeted me with that much love. Like he attacks her and then he I give like her the limp slides. <laughs> he slides. He he just comes yeah. at me. He didn't even bark. He didn't no. even bark, did he? No. Yeah. He, he just, just like knew who it was coming through the door. He felt the love. I I thought you were about to say, oh, the love between Danielle and I. No. <laughs> Our no. friendship. It's the dog. <laughs> Listen, if we can dedicate an episode to a dog, then they got to know we are dog people. Yeah, they know. Except I know. told Zach, and I clarified it this week, that once Frankie dies, like as much as I love dogs, I'm not getting another dog. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody else. I think it was one of Jack's therapists. I was like, I can't get another dog. No, it just can't happen. Because one... He just can't be replaced. And two, I don't want to have to deal with the responsibility of talking again. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. And here, here, are, here are guys are, Zach, here's Zach. Oh, no, I'll take care. No. 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 We don't. They, are you going to find care? Are, are you going to, yeah, yeah, are no. you going to, are you taking yeah, in the doctor? Are you doing that? Right now I'm dealing with 
Two of the girls in my house, aka Frankie and Colette, they both have ear infections. Oh, both. Colette does? But yes, she had one on from, Friday. Oh, okay, from last night. That child is obsessed with medicine. She's she so- wakes up from her nap and points <laughs> to, to the, the moxicillin because <laughs> it's bright pink. And Mom, she's like, <laughs> no. And I'll let her sit there on her little changing table and I get, I'll give her five milliliters. And then I have to give her another two. Yeah. And after the five, she like does the like more, more signal. <laughs> She learned sign language because yes. of the medicine. You know what? I've never <laughs> taught her sign What's language. What's the flavor? Bubble gum. Ugh. Ugh. Colette. <laughs> I'd like to shout out to, well, here's the thing. You never taught no, her more? I've not trained her. No. Then, trained her. Trained her. Trained her. <laughs> Just like a dog. <laughs> I mean, we've done it, but like. Barely. Barely. So who And so I asked Emily, I was like, do you um, do it? And she's like, some, but like not much. And I was like, well. Who's she picking this up from? An angel? I don't know. She always <laughs> does sleep. point. She always does point up. So I don't know. The Lord? My grandma. <laughs> you better ask her more. She, the medicine. <laughs> tell her more. So. That's hilarious. Yeah. Where Jack with medicine is like, hands up. Like, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like she slug. She slurps it up. <laughs> She loves That's medicine. That's another thing I need her to teach him. Listen, and I can have a bunch of haters come on and say, hey. uh, we don't do medicine. Nope, I welcome it. Your yeah. cheeks are red. Squirt. Squirt. <laughs> You're crying a little much. Squirt. Squirt. My mom's like, I think that she might be become Motrin tolerant. Okay. <laughs> Tylenol. Tylenol. Yeah, let's try something else. Let's try something new. I've noticed for me personally it that helped. Motrin works so much better than Tylenol. Tylenol, Jack threw up. I have yet to use Tylenol again because... That was the first time I gave him medicine, and he, like, projectile vomited. I don't know if it was because the probably the flavor in that boy. But, like, projectile vomited, and then we did Motrin, but I have to, like, sneak it into his yogurt because he doesn't like the syringe, and he just doesn't like, like the liquid and the taste. Anyways, oh, so sh- Motrin works for us, too. Yeah, sh- we love Motrin. I, at any <laughs> given time, I think I've said this before, I have Motrin on every single level of my home. Oh, you do? That's smart. Yes, every single level. With the stairs and, yeah. Yeah, it's so just it's, too it's much. in the kitchen. <laughs> it's in, I mean, it's everywhere. It's, I need to, see, I need to learn from you. No, you don't. I need to have multiple things on multiple levels of my floor. Because Katie and I have been talking, I am falling apart. Like, I, I got know. a kink in my neck today. I know. And these children are not getting any lighter. <laughs> They're not. And I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not. We're about to turn 30. 30 30. <laughs> That's oh crazy. Speaking of not getting things together, I can't find a pair of jeans. I have looked. Guys, I have had... No, you did find a pair of jeans. But guess what? Update. I'm not a fan. <laughs> oh, you don't like them? You know, after I... Let well, me just start by saying, I have been on a jean hunt. Listen, my body's different from having Colette. I have this fupa. What? No. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. I have it. It's there. Um, and it's just skin. I have all this. I have skin. I have fat. I'm different in different places. When it's you like, just want to have a pair that feels nice. What I would love. Yeah. What like what do you look for in a pair of jeans? Like I have skinny jeans. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what I want is like a perfectly beautiful ripped like pair of straight jeans. That's like oh. cool casual mom. Wait, these aren't straight jeans, are they? What are these? Those are straight. These are my Abercrombies. Um. <laughs> These are those are straight. I feel like but, okay. I'm flooding in them. So though. okay, look, that's what I want. But okay, here, here, but you want some rips. But I, here's what I would edit. Lift, okay. like, give me your leg. So I would cut oh. them like right here, and I would get the dangles. Don't you touch my pants with this? <laughs> and I would cut the knee. Okay, so my so it would be a raw hem on the ankle. Uh-huh. This girl knows her uh, terminology. <laughs> <laughs> that's like my perfect pair. 
Do you want to oh, know how many pairs of jeans I've ordered in the past month? Can I guess? Yes. Mm. Actually, hold on. Let me guess. Wait, like, let me count. Please hold. Okay. Okay. How many jeans is, have I ordered in the past month? 15. No, 12. Oh, okay. I just, okay, I did, okay. I just did it in my head. Okay, bought these from Nordstrom. Yeah, I was like, the... go, go, so, Peter, go. <laughs> fun fact, I've done the, I've done like, I've gone to Old Navy for budget. And I don't think we told them. Mm-mm. But tell them what you did to so, your jeans before you even tried them on. So I went to Old Navy. I was thinking, listen, I've tried the high end. It's not working. So I went to Old Navy. I was like, let's do budget friendly. I tried on probably over 20 different pairs of jeans. And here's the thing. Ugh. If I liked a pair, then I'd be like, oh, crap, I got to go back out and get this size. Yeah. The bigger size would be a little bit roomy. And then the smaller size would be a little tight in certain areas. And so it was like I couldn't find a pair. So finally, I tried on this random straight leg OG pair. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked the fit, but it was just a little bit too big. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm done. Like I'm buying the smaller size. And I was like, I, I liked how <laughs> – the one size fit and so I was like okay you know what but I don't like the leg I want the raw hem right so I went home and cut them myself and she told me this well I think it was before you cut them or maybe it was just after you cut them like, yeah I'm cutting them I'm like no like you can't return them if you cut them. they were like 14 bucks I know, and so I had I Tina I was like what are you doing so I had Zach so I cut them they're probably not even yeah I cut them and then I went and got a piece of sandpaper and me and Zach were sanding the ends. I love how Zach's helping you. (laughs) He was very invested in this. And honestly, I tried them on the other day and I was like, I need, I just, these aren't doing it for me. Yeah. And I, maybe if I lost some more weight, I'd probably feel more comfortable in them. But like right now, like these are not doing it for me. But at first you were like, they're not bad. I've bought $14 pair of jeans. I'm going to even say I bought some of Goldie's, which is like my favorite blogger's favorite type of jean. Mm -hmm. And like, they're okay old navy size and what i would fit right uh-huh. i bought this bougie designer pair the exact same, same equivalent uh-huh. i couldn't get the designer pair up my butt oh god up my butt but it was stuck so do they have no stretch no stretch oh see i can't no, so no. guess what i did you don't even i normally tell you yeah things. wait <laughs> I didn't tell She's you saving this. things for the podcast. I did not tell you this. I actually ordered a pair from Abercrombie. <gasps> oh, you did! I did. Yes. Okay, so they have like a curve. Okay, love. Yeah. Yes. I can't get those. Okay. Because my my the my hips, like if it's too the curve, like gives you more space on your hips and like your fupa area. Okay. But like yeah. I need that suction in, baby. Oh, so I had baby. to. Get, so I had to get the regular pair. So I think these are. Well, I don't remember if these are the curve or the regular. I'll find out after. But oh, yeah. look at your tag. But Abercrombie, have you tried so, them on? Okay, so no, they get delivered today. <gasps> I'm so excited. I hope they work out because uh, they're it is hard to, to find a good pair of jeans. It really is. Like I feel like no matter what size you are, because like I do not like old navy jeans. I like I have my stores now, and it's Banana and Abercrombie. And those what about Ever Eve. Every I tried on pants from there, and they did, and I know they have a bunch of different brands, and I don't remember the brands, but I got a pair of shorts from there. But the pants, my legs, they got some thickness to them, and if it's like too tight here, they can't say where I'm pointing, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, too tight in the thighs, or like it's too big in the waist, but like fits perfect elsewhere. It's just, it's jeans are not fun, and uh, I love jeans because. 
it's like yoga pants for me. Jeans are not but, fun. Yeah, but it's not fun. So, so I'll let you know how. Stay tuned for the jeans. I'm a saga. little yeah. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> My UPS girl's probably like, "What is her problem?" Because how I many keep did sending, you buy from Abercrombie? Just one. Just one. Oh okay. And I went up two sizes. Okay. So I don't know. Well, that's the thing. When I went I was to the like, store, I like grabbed all the sizes. <laughs> I don't know. I went up two. I got, I went up two sizes because I was like, "Listen, this is what I think I am." Mm-hmm. But I'm just gonna. So watch these be like dripping on me. But that's <laughs> why so I'm over it. I'm just so over it. I, I just can't – I have so many jeans in my closet, but it's to be so honest, annoying. I can only fit in a few pairs. Well, that's – I feel like we talked about this before. Like, I have, like, all the colors of the rainbow, <laughs> all the sizes. Yeah. Of, and I don't want to give my, them up, though, because, because I'm hopeful yeah. that I will come up – guys, I've been in a hump lately. I don't even want to talk about it today, but my weight has been an issue, and I'm just, like, in this hump. So I'm, like, holding out. I just need that motivation. Right. Even though I slept in this morning. <laughs> okay. That's another thing. I got Zach's – Zach, I didn't tell you this either. What? Zach got on to me. Why? Because we didn't work out this morning? No. Oh. <laughs> the week before last week. So last week we did both days. Uh-huh. The week before. We skipped. We skipped one. One, right? And he was like, how can you promote a podcast about doing 5.30 right and dirty <laughs> and you both aren't getting up? Because <laughs> I'm not said, perfect every week, Zach. Yeah, I said, we're Authenticity. working on it. <laughs> we're going to get to three days just... Yeah, yeah, we we need more motivation right now. We do. And I'm, like, t- I'm not the best accountability partner because if Katie says, like, I'm tired, I'm like, me too, let's skip. <laughs> I drop, I drop, I even, listen, I told her last night, I was like, can I be honest with you? She's like, yeah, what? I said, I don't think I'm going to get up. And I was like, you know, sleep is yeah. way more important. This trend didn't even get up either. She's like, I told her sleep was important. I texted her this morning and I was like, Katie, you up? We working now? Didn't hear people. I was like, great. <laughs> this, I, I slept till 7.15. I was like, nope, I'm out. Hey, we're just keeping it real. We're there are some weeks that are, you know, you're going to feel great. We're doing great. And there's weeks that are going to be a little rougher. And that's okay. Yep. And you know what? I got a kink in my neck, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, though, if I find jeans, then that's going to be a miracle. The podcast people will know. I'll tell you next time. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, next give, give me two weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know Let's when this one's going to go out. Just see, yeah. <laughs> but just remember, I have jeans coming yes. and I'll figure it out. I wanted to say something that came across my Facebook this week Ooh. that was really good and really inspired me. And it just so happens that we decided to re-record this podcast unbeknownst to us. Oh. <laughs> um, and I read this, and I'm not going to read it all, but something that stuck out to me, it said, the highest honor of friendship isn't getting invited to that party or out on a girl's weekend. The real honor of friendship is being invited into someone's real. It's getting an invitation into the nitty-gritty, the not-so-pretty, the hard stuff, the vulnerable stuff, the weird stuff, the unpolished stuff. It's being welcomed into a home where the sink is full of dishes and the laundry is covering the couch. It's entering the places of heartache and pain, and it's being invited to the hospital room when your friend is still in her mesh underwear from birth. Oh, yeah. I'm not, now, I'm not going to get into that. And then it says, the highest honor of friendship isn't found in beautifully planned events or brightly filtered photos. The mm-hmm. highest honor of friendship is messy and dingy and real. Yes. Now, now I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I'm inviting you to see me in my mesh panties. Oh, <laughs> no. Ain't nobody invited to that. <laughs> Like give me, give me give me a day. Yeah, no. give me a day. And listen, you can still come. I might not be wearing a bra. Yeah, 
and but I might be in a mesh period. But you won't me, know that I'm in it. Give me a day. Give me a day to go through oh, that hilarious. process. Because I'm thinking, who is that? Is that Amy? Yeah, it's just Amy Weatherly. Amy Weather. Yeah, she has the most profound oh, words. Oh, and like her, it's sister. I am with you. So she just oh, yeah. did. Um, it, it's like the most authentic post Mm -hmm. and it's exactly a lot of her friendship posts are exactly what i want in friendship Mm -hmm. and it's taken me a while to get there oh yeah both of us (laughs) because when you hit a stage in life such as like you're in college right and you're Mm -hmm. living with all these wackadoodle dudes (laughs) your age you know you're you're in like this fake community you're like and we're just kids. Yes, we're kids. We're, we're all around together just trying to survive, literally. Yeah, yeah. And then you move out of college. And then you're like, you go through this identity crisis. Mm-hmm. And then for some of us, we get married. And mm-hmm. we go through this identity crisis. And then we become moms. Right. And it's like this continual thing of like, Change. when you're in college and you have a boyfriend, mm-hmm. right, you're looking for friends, also boyfriends, so you can double date. Right. Then when you get married, you're also looking for, for- Married, married couples, couples. Yeah. and then when you have a child you're looking for mom friends mm-hmm. and so it's like this this all this stage of life you're constantly we've all used those phrases mm-hmm. i just need some more mom friends or like yes. i and we, uh, to be I honest more single friends or yes yeah, we neglect other people and their life yeah. experiences because this is what we need for this in time life. in our life that's and, such a good point point. and it was so hard for me to make married friends but it, that was it's that was still a big, hard. That for was me. the biggest struggle. Is it is it still hard for you? I mean, we've talked about it before. Like, I could talk to a brick wall. Danielle could talk to yeah. a brick wall. But our husbands would just stare at the, <laughs> stare wall, at the wall, and the wall would feel awkward. <laughs> yeah, and they would not. <laughs> the, the wall would be like, "Can you please stop staring at me?" And Pete's like, "This is great. I don't have to say yeah. anything." <laughs> but I'm like, "Oh my god, sweating! Like, I have to say something." Yeah, I. It's hard because, like... You have to find somebody that matches with your husband, too. Which, you don't. You don't. Yeah. That's just in my head. Like, we don't all have to click for mm-hmm. it to be a good time. It's nice. But it's great, yeah, when the guys get along, like, perfectly and the girls get along yeah. perfectly. But, like, even just to have another, like, couple in your house that you can play cards with, like... Yeah. I think that's something that I, I'm talking to myself right now to, like... Tell myself, do this, Daniel. Yeah, like, there are some friendships where Zach may not click with the husband. I'm yeah. like, I don't really care. Yeah. He still goes. Yeah. yeah, he's like, <laughs> But, like, and then there are some friendships where it's, like, all they talk about is sports and they're, like, on the same page oh, and we're, yeah. like, good. Yeah. But, I mean, it's so much easier if they click, but then there are some where you're, like, you're yeah, like, this is not click, but, yeah. yeah. But I really like the wife, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hang out with her separately, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's hard. It It is, and I think... A lot of people are going to really like this episode because everybody, no matter what phase you're in, if you're single, if you're married, if you don't have kids, if you do have kids, everybody has a hard time making friend, friends. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, I don't think it's easy for anybody. It's not. So. And when you grow up, right, having all the friends being oh, yeah. popular, popular. <laughs> and having all these, like, cool friends, and, yeah. like, everyone wants to be invited to all these parties mm-hmm. and do all these things, and now I'm now? like... I'm at home in my PJs yeah. by like eight o'clock. I'm like, <laughs> you want me to go where? <laughs> Do you like Kendall's? <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you speak in you... Kindle language? <laughs> Can I send you a book recommendation? Yeah. <laughs> Can we have a book club? Yeah. I've been invited to three book clubs. Have 
a really you'd be Recently. a good person in a book club. You should start a book club. No, I read too fast. People can't keep up. Podcast people. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, if Katie slows down and we're to start a, a, a mom day I just, book club. But I will say the most discouraging book that I've read recently is oh. The Luckiest Girl Alive. Really? So Mila Kunis, you know, they did that Netflix movie. Oh, it's on Netflix. It? And I saw it was coming out, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give this book a shot. And yeah. everyone was like, This is the best book. Yeah. Oh, it was the most ratchet book I've ever read. It was so stupid. Really? I was like, Just this like, is the dumbest book ever. It okay. has no point. Like, like superficial. And like... Zach loved the movie. Oh, did you like the movie? I liked the movie better okay. than the book. Wow. And I feel like not a lot of times that happens. No. Because usually the book's like more detailed. Did and... you read The mock, the Mockingbird? <laughs> did to you kill. read The Night and Kale? Yeah. Yes. You, I think they're coming out with the movie. I don't I think, see, I I think that's... That. Uh, I think that book, you can't beat it. Like, that is one of my that top is, five favorite books. Well, it's a historical fiction, and that is my, like, Have you read The Lilac templates. Girls? People talk about that one, too. I've heard of that one, but no. I haven't read a book since. I don't even, the last book you read, you were, the di- one you, you disappointed me. me. I stopped in the middle of a book. Who does that? That's psychopath. I know. I, that's, that's Jeffrey that's Dahmer. <laughs> it hurt to do it, but I was like. I ain't reading this. <laughs> that I don't is, remember what it was. That's, I guess that's but. true friendship when you tell someone. Yes. But yes. yeah, like I was saying, yeah. a lot of times in high school, like you wanted all the friends. You wanted to be known, oh, yeah. be seen. And as I've gotten older, I've been like, honestly, it's really hard <laughs> keeping yeah. friendships. Oh, yeah. It's like a marriage. Like you work at it every single day. And, and you, like, that's one thing. That's an added thing. Like your marriage is a lot of work in itself. So then Girl, I feel like there's only we have, so many spaces and like guys, we have postponed the marriage uh episode. episode. We've postponed it for multiple reasons. We're just not all there to talk it's about just that. It's taking a lot right now. It's taking yeah. A yeah. But I love you guys. I love you. Um, but yeah, like I I don't know, like it I I'm not going to put a number on it. I'm not gonna put a number on how many friendships like is the like the max you can have. Yeah. But I will say like I get overwhelmed if I have like tons of like friends. And obviously they're not all gonna be deep. You can't be that right. deep with like I don't know, however many people. But my mom used to always say, and I know other people have said it, you're lucky to find one good friend. Yeah. So like if you found yourself one good friend that you can be real with and do life with, you're doing great. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, I don't know. I've just, like, this phase in my life, like, I'm not, like, telling people, like, no, I'm not going to be your friend. <laughs> but I am. If you have gotten that message, please <laughs> yeah. send Oops. me one on Instagram. <laughs> I will help you and support you. I will support you. <laughs> but, no, like, I have kind of, like, just taken time to, like, process and, like, look at my friendships and try to be intentional with the ones where we're both giving. Yeah. Um, because it's a two-way street. It is a two-way street, and it's hard. It is. Um, so I, I – and I've learned a lot what it means to be a friend. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I wasn't – guys, you might be shocked I'm not perfect. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, we can't be friends. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. I'm not perfect. Um, but I will say this. Part of my story about friendship – and how what it means to be a friend and what it looks like to be a friend is from personal experience. Mm-hmm. So in high school, I hung out with like the same group of people, um, and I would consider I had two best girlfriends, and we did everything together. And these were girls that like I thought it would be a lifelong friendships. Mm-hmm. And I've learned 
really deep lessons from each of them. Mm-hmm. One of them, I look back and I and I tell myself, you know, Katie, what have you done? Because I've created a lot of excess problems and drama in that relationship that affected the fallout. Mm-hmm. The other one, I'm kind of like, that person needs to wake up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that has completely shifted how I've become a friend. So one of my girlfriends in high school, going into college, hung out with the same people, same group of friends. And this one, this girlfriend of mine, and I was like, this is going to be my forever girl. Like, forever. Mm-hmm. And she started dating a new guy. And I just, listen, I think I've realized that words have a lot of power and sometimes the best part about friendship is just supporting someone Mm -hmm. right you don't have to agree with them Mm -hmm. you don't have to you know you're not going home with them at night you're not getting married to them you don't gotta deal with (laughs) but you have to support them and so when she started dating this new guy I had a lot of opinions about him Mm -hmm. and I shared a lot of those opinions that I probably shouldn't have. And to this day, right, when we're on Marco Polo, I tend to sometimes share a little bit more than I should. And I have to remind myself, like, no one is perfect. Mm -hmm. We all go through things. Trust me. I could take the rest of my life speaking to people about the things that I've been through, specifically with marriage and things that I've learned about myself and friendship. And so I immersed myself and gave myself the permission to share my opinions about her partner that were not cool Mm -hmm. and I ruined that friendship not to say that there were not things from the recipient side of things no side is perfect and I (laughs) think that I think if she would ever listen to this or come like there were things that we both did but I will take I will take a majority of it where I where I immersed my opinion I put myself and I and I stepped into the drama and cr- not only created it, but I also played along in it, and that created a fallout. And looking back to this day, I'm like, what did I do? Because I'm pretty sure I could get really emotional. I'm pretty sure if, if things, if I would have just been more mature, and I would have just realized that. It is what it is, right? And my friend is happy, and that's what I need to be happy for her about. Things would be different. When you think about that, like looking back, is there something in your head that you're like, you look back to younger Katie, and do you, can you think, this is why I did that? Yes. Like, do you know why? Like, yes. Like your feelings? I think that I lashed out on things that I had heard that were coming at me mm-hmm. from different mm-hmm. people. And so I was like, screw that. Yeah. I'm going to start right. lashing back. Right. Like I said, no, no person's yeah. perfect. Yeah. And then here's the thing that little Katie did. Little Katie. LK. LK. Little Kate. She grasped onto that. And she didn't let it go. Oh. Little Katie. Little. Yeah. Little <laughs> Katie. Like <this> <laughs> she did not let that go. Uh-huh. She held on to it. And then she used that as fuel to do things, to to be throwing people under the bus, to be extra manipulative. Listen, so guys, you were hurt for hundred percent. You were hurt. I was hurt, and, and hurt people hurt people. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it sounds like there was a, like a lot of hurt being thrown in both directions. Yeah. So I I hundred percent take the blame for that. And through that situation with her, I've learned 
should take a step back. And if I have to complain about something or I have something to say, you know who I'm going to? I'm going to my mom. Mama. Or I'm Lord. going to Zach. Because yeah. neither, neither of them can leave me. Right. They stuck. Unless I was really switched at birth. Yeah. Then my mom oh, really gosh. has no obligation toward me. Right, right, right. But, but she's still here. So. I, keep it, I, I keep it to those two. And those yeah. two, and so sometimes my mom's like, sometimes you just complain a lot. I'm like, no, like, this is where I'm coming from. <laughs> you my person, so. <laughs> so I've learned from that aspect. Gotcha. Okay, from that this friendship. is how I don't be a friend. Gotcha. So sometimes when I have an opinion, maybe I'll share a maybe little bit. <laughs> if you ask me, I might tell you, but yeah, then a yeah. lot of times I hold it back and I give it all to Zach. Yeah, yeah. Peak is the same. <laughs> then That's what they're for, right? That's why you get married. <laughs> yep. And so that's with that one. Okay. Okay. And funny thing is, is I actually, so throughout the years, gosh, I mean, it's been 10 oh, years. 10? 10 <gasps> years. I've been, we, we follow each other on social media, um, but I haven't talked to her in 10 years. <laughs> I'd say give it eight years, okay. to sophomore year of college. Still, eight years. Golly. So I actually <laughs> messaged her. Oh, on Instagram. Oh, you did. And I, so I've written her like little letters uh-huh. in the past. And like, what am I going to do? Send them to her house? Like, how yeah. creepy is that? She'd be like, what? <laughs> She'd be like, Katie Winkle is just sending me a letter? I mean, she knows that I got married. But yeah, yeah. Um, she'd be like, what? what? <laughs> and so I, we did like a quick quick message on Instagram. And... um. You know, I said, now that I have you, something just prompted me to say this, and I basically apologized, and I said, I'm sorry for playing all the parts of our friendship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having a child, I realized that, like, of course, I want Colette to be a good human. Mm-hmm. I want her to be a good friend. Right. And part of that is all-encompassing of being just a godly person, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Not being perfect, right. but being the best that she can be. Mm-hmm. And would I want Colette to be like me? No. To that aspect, hold up. I don't want her to be like little Katie. Oh, okay, okay. Big Katie, big Katie, you girl, you shine. Yeah. You shine. You be big Katie. You shine. But um, I realized in that situation, I faulted. And I couldn't have lived with myself not saying something. And sometimes How do you feel after talking It was to her? weird because sometimes I see, my, see her on social media and I'm like, wow, I really wish we could have been friends uh-huh. because we both have kids. Um, mm-hmm. But I blew it. I own it. At the end of the day, though, you never know. <laughs> Maybe you didn't blow it. Because, I mean, honestly, you never know how your paths could cross again. And I'm not saying that that right. one could come back. But you just never know. And the fact that you took the big step in apologizing, like, is so huge. Like, huge. Huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> We've done that twice now. We've done that twice. Um, that word is ruined. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, like, I mean, you have to feel like a weight lifted off of you. Yeah, but it also is, makes me really sad. Yeah. Because I think about, like, I'll get, like, notifications on, like, time hop and stuff. And we were so yeah. stupid. But, like, gosh, man. like Are you guys in different states? Mm-hmm. Because I wonder, it makes me wonder, like, because it's, it's hard to be a long-distance friendship. Like, it's, it, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I know it's easier when you live close to people so in my head I'm like I wonder if you guys lived closer again if I don't know it would be something because they're friendships are like if you don't have a falling out like wow like of yeah. some sort because I mean like Katie and I like 
What did you? I don't even remember what it was, but like I messaged her yesterday and was like, "Hey, I'm sorry if I upset <gasps> oh, you." And, oh, and she Katie, did that like last week. Yeah, last week. But then and I was Katie like, no. played a prank. Oh, oh my! This what was it about? I'm already forgetting. I we can't talk oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we can't talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> my brain did not work. We are. N- not but to talk about that. But but we she, laughed about it. Yeah, she pulled a prank, and I really <laughs> thought she was like upset, and I like Facetimed her immediately, and she was like, "I'm joking." <laughs> I was like, "You can't scare me like that." <laughs> but all that I'm saying all that because I think I'm not saying you have to have a fight with your friends <laughs> for it to be a real friendship. Yeah. But relationship, there's conflict. <laughs> like Pete is my best, best, best friend, and we have the biggest fights mm. <laughs> i have never Ain't yelled at somebody truth. so much in my life <laughs> Ain't that the truth um you hurt the people you love the most it is so true because i've hurt my mom a lot yeah i mean i i can just like think back i'm like why why is it the people that we love the most because like we've <laughs> they stuck with us <laughs> <laughs> we like we're not afraid of losing them maybe yeah, may- i don't know I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. So. So I learned that. Okay, yeah. Then the other friendship. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Second one. (laughs) Keep it going. I had this other friend who also was a friend that I thought would be forever. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the first friend, that fell out. Mm -hmm. The second friend, however, kept going. Right. And we visited each other in college. We spent all the breaks together. I mean, after college, Mm -hmm. super tight. Yeah. And then my grandma died. Mm -hmm. And I've talked about this before, like losing a lot of people. But when you have a sense of, when you grieve, um, it's kind of like, and I talk about this like with weight loss too. Like people who don't, who've never had weight problems, when they say, like they could genuinely be saying like, I'm here for you. How can I support you? It's like, you really don't know. You don't. You don't. Yeah. Like, Okay, you asked. I don't know what to say. Because I was talking with Danielle the other week, like, about, like, my mental health, like, when it pertains to, like, body image. And mm-hmm. she's like, hey, listen, if I can do anything, like, let me know. But, like, it's kind of hard to say that because you also don't know what you need. I was going to say. that I always hate, like, asking that yeah. question because it's like, I want to just be the friend that knows what to do. Yeah. But unless you've you been can't. in that situation. And with grief, man, I mean. Oh, it's even bigger. We, I remember a few weeks before my grandma died, I'd had a conversation with this friend and I just was like, laid it kind of all out on the table because I felt that there was some animosity that was under the rug. Like, mm-hmm. when I say I want authentic friendship, I really mean it. Like, mm-hmm. if I have to ask you how you're doing and you're always like, perfect, la, 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 la. like, that's a problem for me. That's yeah. a red flag. Yeah. Like, like, if you don't you go through that, yeah. <laughs> if you are not going through something at one point in your life and you can't share that, yeah. like, that's a problem for me. Right. So that was... You want somebody you can open up with right. and feel safe sharing. In the first t- year of marriage, I was going through so much. And I felt like if I told this person this, like, she would, like, kind of, like, hold on to it or, like, look down on me. And I was uh, like, I don't need that. Did. So we kind of had, like, a conversation a few weeks before my grandma died. And then my grandma died. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, radio silent. Like, no acknowledgement. Actually, one time, asked me how I'm doing. Mm -hmm. The day of the funeral, no acknowledgement. I mean, to the point where it's, like, you grew up with me. You know Mm -hmm. her. You know that relationship. Mm -hmm. You were 
in pivotal moments of my life included included mm-hmm. and you can't even you can't even acknowledge it yeah are you joking right sorry Just i get like a little i get a little no yeah so i will say i was a little petty <laughs> i was a little petty. um and i'd be mad you were hurt yeah and i was petty and for Gosh, when did she die? She died in 2018. So, for four years, I held on to this text thread. Because a lot of times, a lot of situations is he said, she said, right? Well, Mm -hmm. like, I did that. Like, what are you talking about? I was best friend to you. Blah, 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 blah. Or like, you said this, I said, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No. I didn't want that. I was going to make the communication real clear. Mm -hmm. So, anytime I got, I mean, in four years, I got three new iPhones and you kept it every Dude. single year, guys. I'm That's not kidding you because I always lose stuff. <laughs> nope, I said I saved that message. I'm not kidding you. I saved it because I my iCloud everything is saved in my iCloud. Mm-hmm. All my messages are, mm-hmm. and I kept that text thread conversation. And maybe once a year I'd look through it, and I would be like, "You cannot come to me and say, well, I was there I for was you.' There. Yeah. No, you weren't. Yeah, you weren't. You weren't. Yeah. And um, I I kept that thread conversation. And I just would think about, like, you know what? She wasn't a good friend. Mm-hmm. She wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I, if she called me up today, I would tell her the same thing. Unfortunately, I deleted the messages. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> but maybe um, fortunately. So maybe, but why did you delete them? Because, so I deleted them back in January. Of this year? Of this year. Wow. So after my 29th birthday... I deleted them. Just one night, like flippantly? One night. Slide. Goodbye. Because I realized that my life is more rich when I focus on the things that bring me goodness. And that person, there's a lot of history there, Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of hurt and pain there. Mm -hmm. And so... I was like, I need to, I need to grow up, and I need to get over it. You were holding on to. That. I was holding on to it because like, I felt like maybe you loved one, that friendship so much. Yeah, I loved her, and I thought maybe one day she'll come to me and mm-hmm. be like, you know what, I did you wrong, mm-hmm. and I wasn't a good friend, and right. I'm really sorry. Um, and I don't think I'll ever get that, and that's okay because come January of 2022, I forgave her, mm-hmm. and I let it go. That's huge. And for you yourself, like yeah. Because not even getting the apology. No. And I don't think I'll ever get it. Maybe I'll get it when they experience something the that same the same thing. thing. But see, I don't hope that for them. I don't no, want anyone no. to ever experience that. But unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, it's life, right? <laughs> yeah. And so from that experience, I've learned what it means to be a friend. And the biggest mm-hmm. thing about being a good friend is showing up and knowing how to show up. And so, I will say, and I know... Zach and I agree on this, and we've said this probably multiple times on here. I'm probably repeating myself, but, like, Katie, when she is your friend, she goes all in. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't you don't doubt it. No. At all. And like, I... I hope I never hurt you because... <laughs> because... <laughs> we love... What is it? She I needs some gifts. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm like, this girl loves me. <laughs> but I think that's why friendship is so can be so exhausting to yeah. me because I do give a lot of myself. Right. And I've and learned. you need to get stuff in return. That's the thing that I've learned is that 
you cannot pour into people and expect your glass to stay the same. Mm -hmm. Like, your glasses need to be constantly going back and forth. Because sometimes, Danielle, Mm -hmm. I'm going to need you more (laughs) more than you need me. Right, sometimes With different things. You're going to need me more than I need you. Mm -hmm. And so it's that balance of finding those people that can balance you. If you hear whining, it's my dog. I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's really sad about my experience. He's upstairs. Yeah. But yeah, so I yeah. come January, I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm, I'm done proud holding of you. on to this. I'm Thank proud you. of you. Hi, my name is Katie, and yeah. I'm a recovering, recovering. friend. <laughs> a recovering friend. But yeah, I think I yeah, held on to that story, for so long. That story reminds me when my grandpa died. Well, first of all, two things about my grandpa passing. I was actually Katie's roommate when my grandpa, my mom's dad, um, passed away and I've, I've dealt with death in the family before, but like I was really close with my grandpa and Katie was the first friend that I had that like, you knew exactly what I don't know, but okay, I'm not going to die. Cause I, I cried in like I every don't episode. Know, I don't remember. Did I do something? I don't know. You prayed over me. Oh, you grabbed, oh God, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you grabbed a group of, I think you grabbed a group of friends. But I remember specifically, you're like, we're going to pray, like, over, like, your grandpa. Because he wasn't, he hadn't passed at the time, but my mom had called me and said, like, it's time. Like, yeah. we have to go. And they were in South Carolina, so um, they, like, what, what did I live, like, 40 minutes from Anderson. My parents drove up and picked me up. But you were the first friend that, like, that's all that I needed right then. Mm-hmm. And was, like, a hug. <laughs> because I didn't need, like, special words or anything because mm-hmm. nothing was going to make it better. Right. Um, so you showed up for me. And then I also think about, this reminds me of, like, the friendship you talked about. My mom has a best friend. I don't think she'd mind me sharing this because it's a happy thing. Um, a best friend that she grew up with. Um, and she had, like, they, I forget where she lives now. Washington? I think she lives in Washington, D.C. Near there, somewhere. <laughs> Sorry. She's out there. <laughs> They're far. It's a long-distance relationship. And, like, I mean, it's a different generation. Right. I don't think she's on social media. So they just don't talk that much um, anymore. They text. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think they text that much. <laughs> Mom, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But um, I think they'll, like, call, like, once a year or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm sure it had been years. My mom's friend, um, we were at the uh, gravesite. And I see my mom's best friend, like, all throughout her childhood, walk up. And my mom and I just, like, lost it. Because, I mean, just, it goes to show, like, it doesn't matter, like, the distance. Like, when you have a friend that, like, knows how to be there for you, like, when they show up, it means Mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. And that's all my mom needed. She didn't need Anita to say anything. Her name's Anita. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out. Oh, no. No. No, again. no. <laughs> she had the shout out queen over here. Yeah, it's Guys, really cringy. <laughs> I said I was never gonna do it again. No, she said the other day she goes, she goes. You know, I've always wanted to be in a position where I could say, say that. And gosh dang it, I can't like, stop saying it. Like in one episode, I think in last week's episode, she was like. I'm going to just cut that she out. Was like, or in one episode, she was like, shout out this, oh, shout out that. So many shout outs. Exactly. Even Zach was like, that girl's got a lot of shout outs. <laughs> it is so cringy. And the next cringy thing is like, sponsor us. Sponsor us. <laughs> okay, I totally sidebarred that. but Anita, we take Anyways, that back. No yeah, shout out. Sorry, no shout out. But. <laughs> Thanks for, we need like a code word, like hit my leg. Well, I looked at you like, what are you about to say? Don't you say that word? 
okay, and we've lost, lost the people. But anyways, just goes to show a good friend when they like are there for you, it means the world. And for sometimes friends are for seasons, right? Oh yeah. Like when you were traveling. Oh, military it's not like, life. Yeah. We like so we were in Washington for four years, and I had made a. I will say I made two really good friends there. The rest were probably like acquaintances, but I had my girls there because mm-hmm. you have to have people around you. Like yes, like keep your friendships, your long distance friendships. But you got to have people that you can do life with mm-hmm. every day. Like, say, hey, can you go out to lunch? Like, those kind of friends. Um, and then, like, move to Alabama for six months and then Tennessee for two years. So you, like, constant military families, they are constantly having to make new friends. Sometimes you are lucky enough to get back at, like, the same base um, yeah. with some of your friends. But you learn, like, you got to put yourself out there mm-hmm. um, or you're not going to have friends. <laughs> You're going to be lonely. <laughs> friend this. Friend this, yeah. At least in um, that field. But um, what were you saying before that? No, that's good. It was that what we were talking about? Okay. But I think at this stage of my life, I've realized, you know, what it looks like to be a good friend mm-hmm. and what it looks like to be like a really crappy friend. Mm-hmm. And that's just bettering yourself as a person. Oh, yeah. And we, you're not, we don't all have the same answers to life and we all live completely different Mm -hmm. um and have like different philosophies but I've learned that it's really exhausting trying to keep up to be this person Mm -hmm. to to have all these likes and to get all these people to like you and whatnot like if I do something it's because I genuinely want to do it yeah like when we're throwing a party together yeah and someone the other week had said to me something like oh yeah like People who throw things or do things, you know, they just they just want the eyes on them. I was like, no, listen, no. I do exactly what I, I want to do. do. <laughs> like, if I don't want to throw this party, yeah. I'm not throwing this party. No, what? and I'm not doing it so you think I'm cool. No, I'm doing it because maybe I want to do want it. to throw a party. Yeah, so You're I'm too not trying old to impress that, anyone. Childish. Yeah, no, uh, no, Mm-mm. this is not listen. high school, college, middle school, whatever Mm-mm. you want to call it. <laughs> All I gotta say is, is that I've learned what it means to be a good friend. Yeah. What it means to be a crappy friend. And, and, you know, I think it's tricky, too. I wish we had, like, I wish there was, like, kind of like in motherhood. I wish there was a book that just tells you how yes. to do everything. Like, friendship, I wish we could say, like, this is how you are to be a good friend. But that's probably going to look different for every friendship, right. relationship, individual. Because, like, whatever. the love languages. Yeah. Ooh, which we need to have an episode about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so I'm not going to talk about that. Nope. Don't <laughs> we'll save that for another one. <laughs> So yeah, but yeah, it's hard. I it's love... hard navigating friends. It is. It's hard to be a friend. It is <laughs> because you don't want to do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. It's scary to let a friend in too. And it's scary because at an instant things could change. Right, right. But as long as we're putting our best foot forward. Yeah, you're. Not, I'm not changing you. Yeah, sorry, girl, you're stuck. Yeah, <laughs> just like Pete, you stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, you stuck. You stuck with us. <laughs> we're so dumb. Oh gosh. <sighs> I think that's all the points. Yeah. So this is Friendship 2.0. Yeah. Um, this is 2.0. Thanks for tagging along. Hopefully this one doesn't have any weird alien noises. No. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that one. <laughs> hey, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.